Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Mondays with Mai, your new go-to mental health, wellness, and lifestyle podcast. I'm your host, Maya. On this podcast, we talk about topics including, but definitely not limited to, different mental health disorders, boundaries, the self-care industry, and popular wellness and lifestyle trends circling the internet. So, if you're looking for a podcast that hits on all of these topics and so much more, then congratulations, you found it. I hope you enjoy this episode and that you're taking care of you, whatever that may look like. Hello and welcome or welcome back to another episode of Mondays with Mai, your favorite mental health, wellness, and lifestyle podcast. I'm your host, Maya, and if you are new here, thank you for tuning in. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for sticking with me for this long. Today's episode is going to be a little bit of a shorter one, and it's going to be a mix of a gratitude practice as well as guided meditation and mindfulness. This season is meant to be a season of gratitude for those of you that celebrate Thanksgiving I think we all know by now that these stories we learned in school, at least most what most of us have learned in school here in the US about the pilgrims and the Native Americans breaking bread peacefully, we know that that is a lie. It's a lie that was fabricated by a white supremacist and colonial institution to keep people buying into this American dream and the idea that this land is ours without paying any mind to the indigenous people that were here before us or without questioning the systems and structures that exist within modern day America. Also thinking about the things happening around the world from Sudan to the Congo to Palestine to Armenia, there are a lot of conflicts and crises where indigenous people are having their rights, their livelihoods, their safety, and their existence threatened over and over again, continuously for years, and oftentimes for resources, for land for oil for colton and cobalt and greed ultimately and there are of course other things happening in so many other countries in south america across the continent indigenous people have continuously been fighting for land rights and for recognition for safety to simply exist as indigenous people without feeling threatened or feeling like they have to be on edge at every moment of every day because you never know when someone is going to try and take something from you. In other parts of Asia and Africa where indigenous people are just constantly living with that fear that their traditions, their culture, their land, their resources are going to be taken from them. And still here in the U.S., that is a threat and a reality for many indigenous people. 
And so while this season is meant to be one of gratitude, that's kind of what we were taught about Thanksgiving and this time of year is that be grateful for the things that you have and be grateful for this land that the indigenous people supposedly so graciously gave to us. I think it's important to question what it means when we say a season of gratitude and where that originated from. I do think it's very important to practice gratitude and mindfulness and to be aware of the things that are happening around you, aware of the things that are happening within your own life, your interpersonal and intrapersonal experiences, and to be grateful for the things that you have, especially in a time where these crises and these rights violations are on display for everyone to see and to be knowledgeable about. I think it's really important to be grateful for the things that you have and for the experiences that you don't have as well, you know, not depending on where you are, if you are not experiencing food insecurity or a threat to your very existence, be grateful for that. But also making sure that when we talk about gratitude and with Thanksgiving coming up this Thursday and the 23rd when everyone goes around and says what they're grateful for just being conscious and mindful of the fact that when you are looking at your life and looking at all of the things that you have access to or all of the experiences and memories that you had the people in your life the roof over your head, things like that, that you are not ignoring the fact that there are other people who don't have those things and that we all do have a part to play in changing the tides for the rest of the world, especially as someone who is living in a wealthy country and who has a certain degree of privilege simply because of where I was born and the things that I have access to, knowing that I have a responsibility and a duty to advocating for a better existence for people who don't have the privileges that I do. Because I am a human being with morals and values and empathy and I exist in this world this is a shared space and no one has any more right to land or resources than another especially people who are coming into a land that is occupied by indigenous people and trying to take that from them Also, making sure that we're not invalidating our own experiences. I know that I have struggled with a lot of life challenges and experienced a lot of trauma throughout my 27 years of life, and so I'm not going to invalidate that because other people have it objectively worse, but I can hold both things at the same time. 
I can have grace and understanding and empathy for myself and my life experiences, but I can also hold that for others who are living through war or famine or disease outbreak and many other things that are objectively more challenging and more of a threat to one's safety compared to the things that I have experienced. Both things can be true and I can hold both things equally. And most importantly, using this season not to ignore the things that are happening because we're supposed to focus on what we are grateful for and all the positives, but kind of juxtaposing those two things. So I'm grateful for a roof over my head because I know that it is a privilege and that not everyone has that. So I have a list of things that I'm grateful for that I would like to share and just take a moment to really feel that gratitude. I wrote down this list this morning, but I want to read it aloud and repeat some of them as well. And maybe this will resonate with some of you, maybe not, but I encourage you to listen and I encourage you to also think about the things in your life that you're grateful for. Maybe write down a list, maybe say it out loud to yourself, maybe say it silently in your head, whatever it is, however you would like to practice this, I really encourage everyone to just take the time and sit and think about the things that you're grateful for and think about how you are existing within this world and kind of contextualizing that like what are the things that you're grateful for and what does that look like in the bigger picture of life so starting with my list of gratitude I titled this a season of gratitude and I have four five six seven nine things that I have listed so and they get some of them are longer so um, just you know I guess <laughs> be aware of that if it sounds like I'm talking a lot um, that's because some of these are a few lines and I will be repeating them as well so your audio is not glitching or anything like that if you hear me say the same sentence over and over I'm going to start with a deep breath before I get into this. I am grateful for every breath that leaves my body, no matter how shallow or deep. I am grateful for every breath that leaves my body, no matter how shallow or deep. I am grateful for the food in my fridge and my ability to nourish myself. I am grateful for the food in my fridge and my ability to nourish myself. 
I am grateful to be here because there are times where I almost wasn't and there are people who no longer are. I am grateful to be here because there are times where I almost wasn't and there are people who no longer are. I am grateful for my family and friends who love and support me and whom I get to love and support in return. I am grateful for my family and friends who love and support me and whom I get to love and support in return. I am grateful for my independence and ability to provide for myself. I am grateful for my independence and ability to provide for myself. I am grateful for the experiences I've had and will continue to have, for the memories I've made and will continue to make. I am grateful for the experiences I've had and will continue to have, for the memories I've made and will continue to make. I am grateful for my body and all of the ways it works to keep me alive and well, from working lungs and a beating heart to all of the tiny functions I'm unaware of but are just as important. I am grateful for my body and all of the ways it works to keep me alive and well, from working lungs and a beating heart to all of the tiny functions I'm unaware of but are just as important. I'm grateful to wake up and go to sleep in the comfort and safety of my own home, for the warmth and security it provides me, for the space to stretch and create and just be. I am grateful to wake up and go to sleep in the comfort and safety of my own home, for the warmth and security it provides me, for the space to stretch and create and just be. I am grateful for my voice and that it has not been silenced so that I can continue to speak up for the things I believe in and share the stories of those who have had their voice stripped from them. I am grateful for my voice and that it has not been silenced so that I can continue to speak up for the things I believe in and share the stories of those who have had their voice stripped from them. And I'm going to say this one a couple more times because it is really resonating with me right now. I am grateful for my voice and that it has not been silenced so that I can continue to speak up for the things I believe in and share the stories of those who have had their voice stripped from them. I am grateful for my voice and that it has not been silenced so that I can continue to speak up for the things I believe in and share the stories of those who have had their voice stripped from them. And I'm going to end this with another deep breath. For me, practicing gratitude is something that is really important and it's something that I try to do routinely not only for the reasons that I mentioned at the start of this episode, you know, understanding my place in this world and my existence and the things that I have 
that others do not but also I find that it really helps me with centering myself and grounding myself and when I say centering myself I don't mean that in a sense of like self-absorbency or anything like that but just bringing all of my thoughts and my feelings kind of reining them in and bringing them into the center of my body and just kind of calming it all down for those of you that experience anxiety or overthinking rumination restlessness what can sometimes feel like untamed emotion you might know what I'm talking about but sometimes it just feels like there's so many different things happening within me so many different moving pieces different thoughts different feelings different sensations and it's just like a whirlwind of chaos and sensory overload and heightened emotions that I'm sometimes having trouble making sense of so when I practice gratitude even if it's just listing one simple thing just focusing on the good things that I have in my life helps me just kind of wrangle all of those thoughts and feelings and sensations and just calm it down and come back into my body into my heart center and ground myself in the now and kind of step away from that anxiety for a moment by looking at all of the things in my life that are beautiful or that have challenged me to grow and to learn and to be better and just being grateful that I have had those experiences even if they were maybe uncomfortable in that moment knowing that they are helping me to become a better version of myself so I would love to hear on Instagram and in the Q&A box for this episode what practicing gratitude does for you if that's something you do or if it's something you don't typically practice what do you think you could get out of it if you were to start so the next little segment is on mindfulness and I just want to talk a little bit more about this I did speak about it in a couple of previous episodes but I think practicing mindfulness also goes hand in hand with practicing gratitude and it is again very beneficial in my opinion for managing mental health so I'm reading from this book, The Little Book of Mindfulness, 10 Minutes a Day to Less Stress, More Peace by Dr. Patricia Collard. I have mentioned this book before, but I'm just going to read a little bit about what she says about mindfulness, and then I may go into a couple of exercise that I exercises that I have not yet mentioned or shared with you all. So what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is being aware of or bringing attention to this moment in time, deliberately and without judging the experience. By reconnecting with these simple moments in life, 
by truly living moment by moment, it is possible to rediscover a sense of peace and enjoyment. We may at least sometimes feel once again truly enchanted with life. As a form of therapy, mindfulness has recently been in the news a great deal. It is recommended by the Department of Health and also in the guidelines set down by the National Institute for Clinical Excellence, and many see it as a cheap, effective, and doable intervention for our stress-filled lives as much as a skill that can prevent us from actually breaking down or becoming ill if we incorporate it into our daily lives. Some benefits of practicing mindfulness include increased experience of calm and relaxation, higher levels of energy, enthusiasm for living, increased self-confidence and self-acceptance, less danger of experiencing stress, depression, anxiety, chronic pain, addiction, or low immune efficiency, more self-compassion and compassion for others and our planet, So moving on to increasing gratitude, she says, with growing awareness, we subconsciously also increase gratitude and compassion, as can be proven by looking at functional magnetic resonance imaging or fMRI studies of the brain. Appreciation occurs when we begin to realize that we have been gifted with and loving kindness when realizing what we have been gifted with and loving kindness reconnects us to others in a win-win attitude. We start to focus on positive thoughts and perceptions and for a while, we let go of our fearful, anxious brain pattern. In fact, every action we engage in can become a daily meditation, a slowing down and an appreciation of life. It seems so simple in some ways that it is almost embarrassing to have to study it. We need only remember when we were children who gazed at the sky and the drifting clouds there was nothing to do, nothing to achieve. There was no notion of time, nor any guilt for wasting it. Time and guilt are concepts we learn about much later in life. So this book is to help us unpack that by being in the moment and becoming aware of all of the things around us, from the tiny things to the big things from the tangible things to the more abstract things, and that leads us into being grateful for the things that we have. So I did want to share a couple of mindfulness exercises that we can do together. This first one is called Tune In, and it is a five minute exercise of course you can practice it for longer if you want you can repeat it as many times as you would like but i will read the instructions and kind of go along with it as i read so the goal of any mindfulness practice is simply to experience life as it unfolds to stay present and calm and not slip back into thinking slash worrying. We choose an anchor of awareness, a point of focus, and we direct our minds to it. Here you connect to the sound so that you can truly experience the moment and a whole lot of other moments with childlike curiosity and without judgment. 
Start with five minutes and extend to longer sittings if it feels right for you. Find a special spot in a quiet part of your home or garden. Really quickly, I'm for the sake of this podcast, I don't think I will do it for a full five minutes, but I will read all of the instructions so that you can do that if you would like to pause it here and continue with this exercise or do it later. So, take a seat. Now gently close your eyes or keep them in soft focus. Allow sounds to enter your awareness and let them pass like clouds passing by in the sky, sounds from near and far, coming and going. Let go of labeling sounds, a car, a bird, and so on, because as soon as we label, we tend to get involved in stories which trigger our left brain thinking rather than our right brain feeling. All you need to do is be present to sound. You may notice that your hearing becomes more focused and that other brain activities seem to move into the background of your awareness. At other times, you may notice thoughts arising. This is the nature of the mind. It tends to get busy even when we don't want it to. So whenever you notice the mind wandering, gently and without judgment, return your awareness, your mindfulness to simply listening. This action is your anchor. You may notice after a few minutes that time seems to not matter any longer. Your breathing may get longer and deeper, but even if nothing happens and you think you are just sitting here, that is okay. Each practice will unfold differently and each person is unique. There is no right or wrong way to practice mindfulness. So I'm going to just take a moment and tune into my surroundings and I'll share with you what I notice or how it makes me feel. So, I did cut that a little short. Like I said, I don't want there to be too many long pauses in this episode, but even in the few minutes that I sat there with my eyes closed and just listened, I already felt more relaxed in my body and in my mind. And I noticed a few sounds. I tried not to label them in the moment, but as they say here, if you end up labeling them anyway that's okay just keep moving so I heard someone walking down the hallway I'm guessing potentially a neighbor I heard my AC system going keeping me warm it's a little bit chilly here today and it has been for the past couple of weeks so Having the heat on has been so nice and something that I'm grateful for. It also honestly kind of acts like a white noise machine for me because it's just so soft and steady. 
I also heard my breath, just my inhales and my exhales. I can hear a very soft breeze outside my window. I'm sitting in front of a window right now, so I can hear the breeze. And I heard what you all might have actually heard this too, but I have this little tin of Gamsol, which is a solvent for oil paints. And every now and then the tin just kind of like pops, if that makes sense. Like it's a little bit warped from having it for a while. And so sometimes it just kind of shifts and moves. It's the best way I can describe that. But even in those couple of minutes, like I said, it was a helpful practice for me. So I definitely encourage everyone to take some time today, even if it's just five minutes, to just tune in. The next exercise is called Being with Loss. This is also a five minute exercise, but again, you can do it for however long you like. How can we be in a wise relationship with pain, fear, and loss? There is no simple answer. What I can share with you is an attempt to sit with what is. Don't try to change it, to wish it away, or fast forward. This is perhaps the most fundamental mindfulness practice and yet the most challenging for a quick fix society. Sit comfortably, feel your feet firmly grounded on the floor, your back aligned with your neck and your hands resting in your lap. Focus on your breathing, allow each in-breath to enter your body and expand for its full duration. Don't force anything, just allow your body to breathe itself. Then, after a natural break, breathe out the out-breath for its full duration until it comes to a natural end. Do this for a while, as long as it takes to feel settled enough. Then, focus on the loss. It may be health, a friendship or partnership, or the death of somebody close. Gently say, whatever it is, here you fill in with the loss verbally or as an image. Let me feel it. So that's whatever it is, let me feel it. Start with a very simple phrase or image and just hold this in your awareness. Be with it, feeling, seeing the loss, facing it, even if it is painful, but don't pretend it is not there. You may only be able to do this for a minute or two, and that's okay. Let go of the thought or image and return to the simple breath of life. So I'm going to practice this one because I have had a lot of loss in the past couple of years and this is something that I would like to focus on. So you will hear me taking my deep breaths and I encourage you to use that as a time to take deep breaths alongside me and practice this one.
whatever it is be the loss of my emotional stability, the loss of my grandparents, the loss of a certainty in an increasingly volatile world, the loss of my expectations for what my life would look like at this time. Let me feel it. And this last exercise is called accepting what is. And this doesn't have a suggested time on it. It's simply just a attitude, I suppose, that you just tap into throughout your day. So taking a mindful approach to illness means initially accepting what is. And this can be true for more than just illness. It can be taking a mindful approach to hardship or to whatever else is happening in your life or around the world that you are tuned into. Buddha told this story of the two arrows to his visitors. Life often shoots an arrow at you and wounds you. However, by not accepting what has happened, by worrying about it, by saying it is unfair and wondering how long the pain will last, we tend to shoot a second arrow into the open wound and increase and prolong the pain. Pain is often a given, but suffering is optional. And to me, this little story is really a reminder that while life can undoubtedly be challenging and difficult to navigate for so many reasons and it is okay and important actually to sit with your pain for a little bit or those other experiences that maybe are negative or uncomfortable and let yourself feel them but don't dwell in it and don't ruminate for too long because without even realizing it you can be prolonging that pain or that discomfort I think about this often actually with my life experiences I was talking to two of my sisters recently about how with the things that we have experienced in our childhood and the ways that we grew up the things that we did not have access to like safety and security and sometimes dealing with food insecurity and just emotional and sometimes physical neglect it is challenging and in a lot of ways it feels like we were set up to struggle or to fail and that is something that I can sit with and I can feel the emotions tied to that 
in fact I had a moment last week where I just cried I just sat at my breakfast bar and cried for like a couple of hours because I was just ruminating and thinking about all of that and it was just so overwhelming and it felt like there was so much pain and challenge in life and I didn't know how I could move past that or how I could conquer it and I think it was important for me to feel that and to let out that emotion but then I had to take that next step in talking about it with my sisters journaling because that's something that works for me meditating and just other forms of practicing mindfulness and gratitude to work towards establishing a healthy baseline and building that emotional security and taking care of myself in ways that I was not taken care of as a child by my designated caregivers because if I were to sit and continue with the crying and thinking about these life experiences in a way where it's almost like I'm reliving them I would just feel worse it's that second arrow that was mentioned in that little passage I read these things happened to me and a lot of pain and trauma was inflicted upon me by other people and that's something that I could not control but what I can control is how I choose to move forward with it am I going to sit in that indefinitely and feel sorry for myself or am I going to acknowledge that there have been unfortunate moments in my life and unfair moments and I am valid in feeling hurt by that but I also owe it to myself to try and build a better life from here on out and that's not to say that any sense of emotion or sitting in your emotion is not something you should do or you know I don't really buy into that whole like victim mentality and things like that that a lot of people speak about you know like stop being a victim blah 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 sometimes we are victims there have been moments in life where I have been a victim of things and so when I say moving on from that I don't mean invalidating your own experiences and your thoughts and your feelings I mean sitting with them being with them accepting what is and then holding two things at once knowing that maybe you have had these not so great life experiences but also knowing that you have the strength and the power to change the trajectory of your life for the better so i hope that this was a helpful episode for those of you who are listening i hope that these exercises brought you some sense of peace and maybe helped you to de-stress maybe it gave you a little moment of pause in a busy day and i hope that in this season of gratitude 
not only are you able to take care of yourself and your loved ones and your community, but I also hope that you are able to take a moment to pause and reflect on all of the things that you have that you should be grateful for and as well the things that are happening around the world and how your life sits in comparison to that with the purpose of understanding your privilege and as well the ways in which you can contribute to building a better world for the entire human population. So thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that it brought you some peace and some calm and I truly am grateful for all of you. I said this was going to be a short episode. My intention was to quickly go through some exercises, but obviously that did not happen because we're going on over 40 minutes, but I'm grateful for those of you who stuck around this long and who will continue to stick around. Be sure to check out other episodes from previous weeks. The most two recent episodes were about staying well during a challenging time, so they are great kind of precursors, I suppose, to this current episode, but of course you can listen in any order. I also would encourage you to check out the Instagram at Mondays with Mai. I post a lot of affirmations and insights from other health and wellness enthusiasts, some therapists, things like that on the Instagram because it's information that I really find helpful and so I like to share it with all of you. And yeah, give me a follow, engage with my page, listen to episodes, subscribe or follow the show, rate and review if you have the time. It really, truly does mean so much to me. And in addition to all of the things that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I am extremely grateful for this platform and this audience even if it's small, it's something that I am just so fortunate to have. So thank you and stay well. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Mondays with Mai. I truly hope you got what you needed from this episode and that you'll be coming back for more. Before you go, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, and check out the show notes for any resources or info. Keep taking care of you and talk to you soon.